Okay. We don't have a lot of time because we have to be done early to get ready for the Ash Wednesday service. So, first, the catechism. What is the third article of the creed? I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the resurrection of the body, the forgiveness of sins, resurrection in the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Yes, good. One more time. What is the third article of the creed? I believe in God the Father. The third article. Oh, sorry. I believe in the Holy Spirit. Yes. The Holy Christian Church. Yes. The communion of saints. Yes. The forgiveness of sins. Yes. The resurrection in the body, and the life everlasting. Good. Okay, for next time, you have to know the first little bit. What does this mean? Number one, I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe in Jesus Christ, my Lord, or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified me, and kept me in the true faith. Okay, that's the one. How many minutes a day do you spend on that? 10 minutes a day. That's all you need. 10 minutes a day, you can do your terms and your uh, catechism. Yes? Uh, what if you, you want to spend more time, time so you can, can memorize it better? You can spend as much time on it as you want, okay. but the minimum time you should spend on it is about 10 minutes. When you go to bed, do your, your catechism work, say your prayers, and then go to bed. Really easy. Okay? Yeah. Now, term quiz. And because I don't send home terms like my very nice wife does, uh, I have some that are kind of a little easier. Okay? I don't know. Were you supposed to have learned those two? Okay, well, then they're fair game. So maybe I will and maybe I won't. You just never know. Any term that you're supposed to have learned is a term that is fair game for any term quiz. Okay? But I'm not mean. Number one. You need a piece of paper, Cameron. Unless your memory is really good, and I don't think it's that good. Okay, number one, descendants of Levi, the third son of Jacob. Descendants of Levi, who were called to serve as assistants to the priests in the tabernacle. And I'll give you a hint. Last time, last week, we talked about the name of a nation and how you tr turn the name of a nation into the name of its people, the nation of Israel and the people are the Israel, who are the people of Israel? Israelites. Israelites. So the descendants of Levi are the people who called to serve as assistants to the priests. That is the most that's the biggest clue I could possibly give you. I've virtually given you the answer. 
Number two, the second person of the Holy Trinity who appears as the unique messenger of God in the Old Testament. The second person of the Trinity, so you have to know who the second person of the Trinity is, and you have to know another word for messenger. And I'll give you another clue. This messenger appeared to Abraham, to Moses, and to Gideon. That's another clue because we did Gideon just last week. Yeah, but I, was, I wasn't here. I know you weren't here. But this is a term from a long time ago. Okay, number three. Number three. The judge who used a fleece of wool to receive a sign from the Lord. I know. That unique messenger appeared to this man. Wait, can you say the beginning part again? The judge of Israel who used a fleece of wool to receive a sign from the Lord. And I'll give you a hint, Cameron. It was the person we talked about last week. Everybody else, don't, don't you listen to this clue. It was the person we talked about last week. Number four. The Old Testament term for slavery, which means to be tied up or to be shackled. The Old Testament term for slavery. And we use it a lot in the church because we say you are in to sin, death, and the devil. Number five. Moses' brother who became his spokesperson and his assistant. This man was the first and head of the descendants of Levi. And when Moses delayed coming down from Mount Sinai, this man, who is Moses' brother, made the golden calf. So here's the question. What is the name of the fella who made the golden calf. And here's a clue. You probably know a boy who has that name. Because it's a pretty popular name. And there may or may not be a quarterback for a football team that almost made it to the Super Bowl who has that name. 
And I don't watch football, so there's only really one team that I would know about that almost made it but didn't make it because of where I'm from. <coughs> okay, do you need any more repeated? Cameron. Which one do you need? I'll read it again. Uh, oh, I need number two. I don't number two. Okay, I'll read number two again. The second person of the Holy Trinity who appears as the unique messenger of God. I will not give you a bonus point if you can tell me the other name for messenger, but I will give you a bonus point if you can tell me one of the other names of the second person of the Holy Trinity. I don't know. Do you know? You have to know who the second person of the Trinity is. So think in your head what the Trinity is, and then pick, then pick the second person of the Trinity and see if you can remember the names. Sophie, which one do you need? One and four. Okay, I need to find those. Okay, number one. Descendants of Levi, which would be the people of Levi, who were called to serve as assistants to the priests in the tabernacle. Descendants of Levi. I can't. I, I basically already gave the answer, so I can't give any more clues on that one. And you need number four as well? Yeah. Okay. It's the Old Testament term for slavery. It is what the Israelites were in Egypt. What they were in in Egypt. Because it... So it's the Old Testament term for slavery. It means to be tied up or shackled. Yes? Five. Okay. Then this is the last one I can repeat. Moses' brother, who became Moses' spokesman and assistant. This was the man who made the golden calf that the Israelites worshipped. I will give you one bonus point if you can also tell me the name of at least one of the two wicked sons of this man. You just write it down. Just write it down. That's just a bonus point. You don't have to get that one. Okay, Cameron, what do you have for number one? Le Levites. Levites, yes, correct. Israel is the nation, Israelites are the people. Levi is the person, Levites are the people, okay? Uh, good. Emma, what do you have for number two? Correct, it is the angel of the Lord who wrote down from among you 
Another name for the second person of the Trinity. Raise your hand if you wrote down another name. Cameron, did you write down another name for the second person? Uh, I want Moses. Oh, that's not correct. Seth, what do you have? Jesus. Okay, correct. And Holy Spirit. Not the Holy Spirit. That's the third person. I can't give you the bonus point. The word? Yes, you get a bonus point. Heath. Jesus. That's a bonus point. Emma. Jesus. Yes, that's a bonus point. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's the Trinity. Father's the first person. Son's the second person. Holy Spirit's the third person. Okay? Father, Son, Holy Spirit. They're in the right order. Heath number three. Gideon. Uh, yes, correct. Gideon. That is correct. Okay, number four, Sophie. Did you get it? Not slaves. It's, that's, they are slaves, but there's a word that means slavery. Anna? Bondage. bondage. Yes, that's what it is. They are in bondage in Egypt. And the Lord delivers them out of bondage. Okay, Seth? Um, Aaron. Correct, Aaron. And Nadab is one of his sons. Yes, Wait, right. Is, is number five? Yes, number five is Aaron. He is the brother of Moses. Uh, Okay, and did anybody else write down one of the names of uh, Aaron's wicked sons? Um, no. Just Seth? Okay, well, uh, that is correct. Nadab is one and Abihu is the other. Nadab and Abihu. What happened to them? Do you remember? Um, yes. They were swallowed up by holy fire, yes, because they brought profane fire into the Lord's house. Good. Uh, okay. Cameron, how many did you get? Uh, two. That's okay. Emma? And you count all bonus. If you have bonus points, those all count. You count all those. Four. Okay. Well done. Heath? Five. Out of five. Well done. Seth? Well done. Anna? Five out of five. Five out of five. And Sophie? Well done. Good work, everybody. Okay, to the lesson. And if you're in my class, maybe the term quiz next time is going to be all people. Maybe it won't be, but maybe it will be. And if you, and if you end up in my Actually, I'll tell you this. Even if you're not in my class, that's what it maybe will be, the names of people, okay? Now, we really are running out of time. So, the book of Judges, chapter 7. And I'm just going to read this, and I will ask you questions about it, because we've got a scoot. Yes, sir, we've got a scoot. Haven't you ever heard that before? We gotta go QLAB. QLAB. Means quick like a bunny. Oh, where we, are we in Judges? Uh, Judges chapter 7. Judges is the first, or not the first book, it is one of the books in what group of Old Testament books? Anna! Correct, it is the historical books because it's all about the history of what happened. Okay, Judges chapter 7. Then, Jeroboam, that is 
Gideon, so that's his other name is Jeroboam, and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the well of Harod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. Who are the Midianites? The, mid, the people who live in Midian. Yes, the people of Midian. But why do they matter here, Seth? Um, because the Israelites used to like be under them. Not used to. They kind of are right now still. Uh, where we left off last week was that Gideon had destroyed the altar of Baal, the false god, and that the Lord told him that even though he was the weakest man of the weakest house of the weakest clan, he was going to be the one to be the judge and the Lord would deliver the Midianites. And now we're, this is part two. So they're camped and ready to go. And the Lord said to Gideon, The people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel claim glory for itself against me, saying, My own hand has saved me. Why does the Lord tell Gideon that he has too many men? Heath. Because he can save them with, even if there's only like, 100 men. Sure, he can, he can save them with any number, but there's a very... What are the Israelites going to think if they have a whole bunch of people and they win? But they're going to be the faith. I thought that the Lord did not uh, fulfill his promise. Well, not if, if Israel has a really giant army, if Gideon has a really giant army, and his big giant army is stronger than the Midianites and kicks out the Midianites, what is Gideon going to think with his big giant army? Anna. That it was the army, not God. Yes, that his army did it because they were so strong and they're not going to remember that the Lord was the one who won the battle, not them. So he says, you have too many people. You need to have fewer people. Just like you are weak, you need fewer men so that there is no confusion about who's the one who does this because it's me, not you. Now, therefore, proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And 22,000 of the people returned, and 10,000 remained. 22,000 men left because they were afraid. But the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. Then it will be that of whom I say to you, this one shall go with you, the same shall go with you. And whomever I say to you, this one shall not go with you, the same shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water. And the Lord said to Gideon, Everyone who laps from the water with his tongue as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets down on his knees to drink. And the, mem the number of those who lapped, putting their hands to their mouth, was 300 men. But all the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink water. Hey, so they go to the water, and what are the two things 
That how, how do what are the two ways you drink water, Cameron? Uh, you you get down on your knees and do it. Yep. So that's the first way that some of them do it. They get down on their knees and slurp it up out of the stream. What's the other way? Heat. Yeah, and lap it up like a dog out of your hand. Uh, Cameron. I, I feel like whenever you do it out of your hand, it's, it's not much because it seeps out of the crack in your Yeah, it doesn't seem like it's the very best way, does it? But, uh, the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men who lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go every man to his place. So he takes only the ones that lap up their water. Those are the ones, Cameron, those are the ones he picks. How many of them are there, Sophie? Mm, Correct, 300, sort of like the Spartans. Do you know that story? Yes, Trojan War. Uh, well, it lies after the Spartans. Xerxes from Persia comes to invade and we 300 brave Spartans. It was probably not only 300, but the Spartans were mean guys. You didn't want to mess around with them. So, Gideon has 300 men. That is all. Very weak. So the people took provisions and their trumpets in their hands, and he sent away all the rest of Israel, every man to his tent, and retained. Do you know what it means to retain? Return. Not return. Seth? Yes, to keep, to hold on to. So I say that I want you to retain everything that you learn here, which means I want you to remember it and hold on to it. So that in Bible class, when you are here and I ask a question, you all know what I'm talking about. Cameron. What if it, what if it, it, it just finally slips out of your mind? Like, well, like, what if you forget it? Well, you'll never retain everything. I was just using it in a sentence, although I do want you to retain but that's what it means to retain, to hold back, to keep, to hold on to. And he retained those 300 men. Now the camp of Midian was below him in the valley. So they're up in the mountains and the camp is down here. And it happened on the same night that the Lord said to him, Arise, go down against the camp, for I have delivered it into your hand. But if you are afraid to go down, Go down to the camp with Pura, your servant, and you shall hear what they say. And afterward, your hands shall be strengthened to go down against the camp. Then he, that is Gideon, went down with Pura, his servant, to the outpost of the armed men who were in the camp. Now the Midianites and the Amalekites, all the people of the east, were lying in the valley as numerous as locusts, and their camels were without number, as the sand by the seashore in multitude. And when Gideon had come, there was a man telling a dream to his companion, and he said, I have had a dream. To my surprise, a loaf of barley bread tumbled into the camp of Midian. It came to a tent and struck it so that it fell and overturned, and the tent collapsed. Then his companion answered and said, This is nothing else but the sword of Gideon, the son of Joash, a man of Israel. Into his hand God has delivered Midian and the whole camp. Why did the Lord command Gideon to go spy in the camp? 
How many men does Gideon have? 300. 300. How many men do the Midianites have? Too many to count. 22,000? More than that. Too many to count. Do you think that Gideon is probably afraid because he only has 300 men? Yeah, I think he is. The Lord tells him to go down into the camp and spy so that he will not be afraid. And what does he hear? What are they talking about in the camp? Yes, Cameron. A dream that, a, a dream that someone had. Yes, right. And what does the dream mean, Cameron? Well, I don't think that's right. I don't know. Well, what do you think? They collapsed the tent? Yes, the tent is collapsed. And who is it? The one man tells the, the dream and the other one says, That is... Gideon. Gideon. Correct. The dream is about the Lord delivering the Midianites into the hand of Gideon. Do you think that the Midianites sound like they're very confident in that camp? No, they don't. What do they sound like? They're scared because they know that the Lord has delivered them into the hand of the Israelites. They know they're going to lose and they're afraid. Uh, okay, and so it was when Gideon heard the telling of the dream and its interpretation that he worshipped. He returned to the camp of Israel and said, Arise, for the Lord has delivered the camp of Midian into your hand. Then he divided the 300 men into two companies. Yes, Cameron. Uh, my, my says three companies. Yours says three companies. Yeah. Well, I don't know what to make of that, Cameron. See three companies out there? Yes. Well. Maybe, maybe it's oh, a no. You're right. I just read it wrong. He divided the 300 men into three companies. Thank you, Cameron. I apologize for the mistake. Three companies, which means how many men are in each company? Three. If there are 300 total, yes, Sophie. 100, yes. 100 men in each company. And he put a trumpet into every man's hand with empty pitchers and torches inside the pitchers. And he said to them, Look at me and do likewise. Watch, and when I come to the edge of the camp, you shall do as I do. When I blow the trumpet, I and all who are with me, then you also blow the trumpets on every side of the whole camp, and say, The sword of the Lord and of Gideon. So Gideon and the three hundred men who were with him came to the outpost of the camp at the beginning of the middle watch just as they had posted the watch. And they blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers that were in their hands. Then the three companies blew the trumpets and, oh, excuse me. Uh, yeah, then the three, com the three companies blew the trumpets and broke the pitchers. They held the torches in their left hands and the trumpets in their right hands for blowing. And they cried, the sword of the Lord and of Gideon. Yes, Cameron. Oh, how do they break the pitchers of the plane of trumpet and just torch it there? So how they... Like this. Oh. 
the torch is inside the pitcher. Why is the torch inside the pitcher? Emma. So they weren't suspect, like, they could see it? So they couldn't see it, right, because the torch is light. So they put it into a pitcher so they can't see the light. And then they blow the trumpet, which makes a lot of noise. And they smash the pots, which makes a lot of noise. And then they have torches so that the people in the camp hear trumpets and see the torches all around. And they think there are many more men than there are. And they all yell at the same time. And every man stood in his place all around the camp. And the whole army ran and cried out and fled. When the 300 men blew the trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. So they're so scared that they just run around with their swords out, killing everybody that they see. And they run around and they kill all their own men. Because they're so scared. And they fled to Beth Acacia toward Zerara, as far as the border of Abel Mecholah by Tabath. And the men of Israel gathered together from Naphtali, Asher, and all Manasseh and pursued the Midianites. Okay. Uh, the words of the Lord are words of promise given to Gideon that he would deliver the Midianites into his hand. And he did it or he didn't do it? He did it. He did it. Yes. The Lord always remembers his promises. The Lord picks the weakest man and has him shrink his army way down so that everybody knows who's the one that wins the victory. It's the Lord who wins it, not Gideon. And he puts Gideon up as a judge. Good. Okay, Apostles' Creed, the third article, number one, what does this mean? I believe that I cannot by my own reason or strength believe my Lord Jesus Christ will come to him. Okay, that, your terms are Jeroboam and the 300. Okay? Jeroboam and the 300. Those are your two new terms. And your term quiz maybe will be about people, but maybe not. Because I can't tell you for sure. But maybe it will be. Any questions? Okay, we're at, yes, Cameron. Uh, will, will we be in the same class next week? I don't know, but whoever's class you're in, the term quiz will be maybe about people, or maybe not, but maybe it will be. Any other questions? Okay, there's church, so if you're staying for church, go to the sanctuary, but make sure that you're quiet, okay? <laughs>